Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another Lair by Lair. In today's video, we're gonna take a look at the Darksaber and make it so that it fits small 3D printers. So let's jump right into it. So here's the Darksaber and really most of the pieces already fit a small 3D printer. And really we gotta say, well, what is a small 3D printer? For me, it's gonna be my Inventor Pro 2 from Flashforge. It's got a bed volume of about 150 uh, on the X and Y by 140 on the Z. So right now, if we bring in the hilt, um, it doesn't quite fit. So you can see here, it's about maybe half of it. So in today's tutorial, I'm gonna, sh I'm gonna walk through the process of a bit of refactoring and some of the easier methods to make uh, some of these pieces smaller so that they can fit one of these 3D printers. So the hilt is one thing, and then the next thing is of course the blade, which is originally in two pieces. You can print it on a, on a fairly large uh, bed, uh, but the blade here is just too big. So, and that's just one piece, there's two pieces. So the goal is to have the hilt be separated into two pieces and the blade be separated into four pieces. And of course the blade covers as well. So here's the current model of it. And I've walked through it, and I got some. I pulled out some some of the some of the steps. I think that will be useful on uh, on doing this. So so the first thing I want to start off with is the hilt. So how do I split this hilt in half? And uh, for this one, it, it ended up being pretty easy. So what I'll do is I'll uh, drive into the handle component, right click, isolate it, and then I'm just working on this. So from here, um, let me go ahead and activate it as well. So my timeline just shows me everything that pertains to the hilt. Um, so really all I need to do is kind of split this in half. And the, um, the easiest way for me is to use this guy up here under the construction window. You can do an offset plane. So I'll just select the bottom here and then I can push this up. And then this is going to be the tool that I use uh, to cut it. So I'm thinking something like, uh, something maybe right here in 95 might, might be good. Um, actually let's do like, 92, 92 seems okay. So I'm trying to get it. So the, st the strategy here is to um, cut it where there's more uh, material on the outside so that when it touches the bed, there's plenty of surface uh, to adhere to the bed properly. So that's why I'm trying to choose it right in between the thick uh, ring here. Cause if it was in the thinner area, you'd have a pretty thin um, surface here to print. And that looks about half to me, a little bit under half, but as long as it, it's uh, within 140 millimeters, I think it'll be okay. So now that I have that, all I gotta do is split the body. So there's a tool called split body. Of course, I like to use my design shortcuts. I use the S key to bring it up and then I can do split and then split body is what I wanna use. So I'll select the body. And then over here, you need to select uh, the splitting tools. Tools, so that means you can select multiple ones. That'll be important later. Um, so here we go, we're splitting this out and that's really what we need to do. So once you hit okay, and you look in your um, in your kind of bodies folder, you can see you have two now. So uh, I would name this like uh, hilt top and then hilt bottom uh, so that I can, when I export these out as STLs, uh, I won't be confused, right? So that's what I'll do here. I can spell, right? There we go. So I have the hilt um, top and bottoms. And if I take a look here, you can see um, where it cuts off here. Uh, there, there should be enough room here. Um, and a surface area there to print that out. On either orientation, you can print it down here or print it up here and all of this stuff is chamfered and there's nothing really on the inside. So that's fairly easy to print. However, this one, you probably wanna print it. Um, this is the bottom that would touch the bed and everything else uh, prints nicely and has those uh, uh, all those nice uh, chamfered edges. 
and, and drafted angles so that it doesn't need any support. So, so I got that. So that's pretty easy to do. That's the hilt. The real hard work, however, is in the blade. So the blade is going to be a little bit more tricky, okay? So let, let's go ahead and jump all the way out and take a look at the blade. So I'll go ahead and isolate the blade. So that's outside of the handle. Come in here to the blade, right click, activate. All right, and let me isolate it. And here we go. All right, the next thing I want to do is hide some of these things like the hardware. I don't need hardware uh, right now. And then I will hide the blade covers and work on those soon. But first, I want to focus my attention on the main blade, which I just hid. Hold <laughs> on. Here and here. All right, so these pieces. And let me flip myself around. All right, so the original design, this is it. Uh, for big printers, the idea is to print these two pieces and then they uh, get secured together with screws. However, because I'm going to cut this up into four pieces and glue those other pieces together, I'm going to just re completely take out all of this geometry that makes the screw hole, that makes these pockets, and that makes these uh, these these insets for the hex nuts. So I'm just going to remove all of that, and then um, kind of uh, re retool it a little bit so that it doesn't have that. All right. So um, instead of like adding stuff to it like I did with the hilt, I really want to refactor it so that I'm not smashing a bunch of things in the timeline already. It's already a huge timeline, so I really need to be conscious on uh, making it, taking stuff out as opposed to adding more stuff in. Uh, so that's why I'm gonna refactor this. So so really um, stepping through the design, I can I can, I can already come to figure out that how, how this thing was structured. Uh, so in the sketches, uh, most of the extrudes that our features are are kind of independent sketches. So that's really helpful. So if you're doing something like this and you want to refactor stuff, it's good to have each kind of uh, sketch uh, pertains to uh, uh, an extrude feature. In this, in, this, um, in this case, it's these screw holes and stuff like that. So I'm going to work on kind of suppressing these features and then adding back in kind of one by one and seeing where it goes. OK. So let's go ahead and start off with like the history of, of uh, how this thing is get, getting made. So it starts off with a single extrude here, right? And then I have here um, a sketch called blade profile. And that's like the main sketch that drives the whole blade. Okay, so that's cool. All right, next up, I create a slew of sketches here, which is really nice. So there's this main blade piece and inside of blade I have another blade piece, um, component rather, not piece. Uh, just just for, I was hoping um, I would be able to have multiple blades. Like I wasn't sure if I can split it in half, so that's why I have another uh, component in here. So in there, I got the sketches. We have a handful here. We have the LED channel, which is um, what makes that channel that runs down the middle of the blade. We have a wire hole, which is down here. This is like an exit hole for the wires to come out of. We have something here called splitter, and this is what actually splits uh, the tool, like it actually splits the blade. So this is where I'm going to add more of these little lines to split it four different ways. And then this guy right here is just like an extra sketch that I used, I believe, to create the covers. Um, it's just got some extra tabs because I was playing around with some other things. So I might uh, clean up this sketch here, or I'm going to rather clean up that sketch so I can create um, uh, those covers in four pieces as opposed to two. So the next thing is I create uh, this chamfer, right? So this is what creates that uh, that blade edge. I just chamfer those edges there with a single chamfer. And then it goes into the split. So the way the split is working 
is I am using that sketch called Splitter, and you can see here the reason why I created the sketches before applying like the chamfer is because I wouldn't be able to project a nice clean flat surface like I did here for the splitter sketch. So that's why I split it after the fact. And then the next thing is I create another sketch here. This is where all of the uh, the geometry happens for creating those pockets for those screws. And so that's where I'm starting to create uh, that geometry. I go a little bit forward. I make the screw. I make the LED channel right here. And then back down here is where I start to create um, sort of uh, all of those cuts. So you have a little screw hole here. And then you have a hex insert here for hex nut. And that's pretty much the, the main thing about it. Um, so, so that's cool. That's just a, a quick look at the history of what, what features are being used to drive all of this. So really what I need to do is like start off with this split. So the split is really where everything starts happening. So I'm going to right click on that and say suppress feature. So when I suppress that feature, you see that everything here is now kind of locked. It's kind of joined to it. And, and that is a little painful because now you have to kind of reconstruct uh, what you did. So, so what I've already gone ahead and done is all those features that I showed you, I've kind of converted it into uh, just descriptions that I so that I can use as notes to kind of redrew this. So here I'm telling you, I'm telling myself, this is the LED channel. It's an extrude. You want to use two objects. You want to offset it, and you want to fill at the tip. So these are just little things on recreating it. So um, I really had to think about, uh, you know, walk through each extrude, and I've already done that. So that's why I'm like, I have these notes, and it'll better help me uh, kind of walk through this because it, it is a little bit of a of a refactor, and it takes a couple of extrudes uh, to get all these features. Uh, and since I don't want to keep adding stuff on, I might as well, you know, take a chunk of this of, of the timeline here and just kind of rework it a little bit because it's going to be more optimized anyway now. So now that I've got that, I really need to go into the splitter sketch and add more. So what I like that I did with this is I'm actually using. All right, so what I how I got here is I created a sketch on this surface here. I just projected this entire surface in. So that's what the purple line is. And then I added a line here. I added a couple of dimensions, like just five here and five here. Um, it's got um, one of these constraints, uh, this one here, perpendicular. Uh, and then it has this, this length here, the distance rather. It's saying I have a distance from here to the end of the blade down there. And, and it, what it, it's cool, it's blade slash or blade length divided by two, because I wanted to take the whole length of the blade and divide it by two evenly, perfect. So all I got to do here now is just put four. So divide that by four pieces, and uh, that'll give me that number. So now this is how big it is. It's 167.5. So now what I can do is I can take this line and apply a pattern to it, a rectangular pattern, this guy here. So I'll uh, use the arrow here to, to, to make my copies. How many copies do I need? I only need three because I already have one. And then for the, the, the distance type, make sure it's set to spacing because I want it to be spacing. And then uh, right here, this is this should be one, because this is like if it was going uh, landscape-wise, I'm going up and down. So it's this guy here, three here. And now the distance, I can put here uh, the length of the blade divided by four. And then that'll give me a perfect division. And now you can see here, I have three lines here that I can use uh, to split uh, this blade in half. The problem is, though, um, what I originally was going to do was unsuppress this feature 
and then like apply it to this, right? So I could do that, right? I can come in here and uh, click on the splitting tools and I can just add this, right? Yeah, you can do that. Seems to be working so far. So that's a good visual of showing you uh, splitting it. So you have one, two, three, four pieces. Hit okay. And now um, some of the stuff uh, worked, some of it didn't. There's like little bits of issue here. So let me let me see if I can actually um, modify these instead of actually um, redoing them from scratch. So these extrudes rather. So if I if I double click on this extrude here, you can see um, that it's creating that LED channel. But because um, I've now split it four times, it doesn't know that I want to split all of these bodies. So I just have to go into the objects to cut and then just append these guys here with these checkboxes. And then that's all the also the bodies of, uh, of the blade. And I'll hit OK. And that seems to work. Cool. All right, now it's split into four. Um, one thing though is I do need to uh, remove this stuff here. Um, I think I could just right click, suppress the features on that, and that's all gone. And now we have saved ourselves quite a bit of work. My goodness, that's really nice. Um, it didn't work the first time. That's why I wrote out these notes. <laughs> that's great that it worked though. Um, so now I can come in here and delete um, some of the stuff because I, I really don't plan to use the sketch there um, for creating those those holes and stuff. So I'm just gonna delete that. It's gonna tell me, hey, you're referencing it, but that's fine with me. And then uh, I think I have here like an extra fillet. I don't need to fillet those edges any, anymore right here, this hidden one, because that was a part of the uh, the screw holes. So now I have these four pieces. That's awesome. Great. I mean, that, that, that really helps a lot. So now I have these guys, I could probably name these. I would name this uh, like blade and then tip and then like one. And then this would be like blade base four. So I'm doing it in like kind of an order. This would be number two. So blade upper two. And then this could be like blade mid, like th uh, the other one was supposed to be three and this is two. So this is two and then this is three. Uh, you can come up with your own naming. You can do like A, B, C, D, but I'm doing like this is one, two, three, wait, one, two, this should be three. Oh boy, I'm all confused. <laughs> three and then this is, uh, this is two, right? So one, two, three, four, there you go, excuse me. And then you can um, export this out and bring them into your slicer, which I've already done. Um, but let's uh, take a look at our, our, our main timeline and see where we're at with it. I might have some broken stuff, but if not, it's cool. Um, looks like the next stuff is like doing all this, um, the joints for those screws that were in here before. I don't have any screws there anymore, so uh, they're just gonna suppress themselves there. I could probably delete them from the timeline. So let me go ahead and do that. So delete those, get rid of that. And as I go forward, this is applying uh, features to other bits like the speaker mount and things like that. Now, because I have a joint, oh no, I think it'll all work the way I want it. Yeah, well, that's cool. All right, so the next thing is to do is the uh, the covers, right? So these covers are still, um, you know, split in half. So I need to go back into the blade and redo these um, these things here. So they kind of start right here. So I'm going to suppress those and then re-extrude them out. 
looks like right here is when I mirror it. So I'm gonna um, get rid of that one. I'm trying to just suppress all the things that make the cover. So like this extrude feature. Yeah, that should take care of that. Okay. I might as well uh, suppress these components too because I'm not liking the look of them. I think I could mirror them much better. Cool. And then uh, these are just making bodies. In, uh, these are just taking that uh, those those two pieces that were originally two pieces making in the components. I don't need to do that. I just like having them here. So I suppress those as well. So basically all this stuff here in the timeline is what makes the cover. So I don't need those anymore. So I got rid of them. And I'm going to start with a new sketch or a new component and call these covers. And then make another new component inside covers because I'm going to mirror that set because then you have four of them and I need to have four on each side. So thinking ahead a little bit, I'm going to go ahead and make the component and call it cover side because that's where it'll be. Now I already have a sketch and it's this one called sketch eight. I should have called it covers. So I named it covers. Now I'm going to go inside of it and modify it a little bit because it's got like these little extra tabs I don't need anymore. These tabs were here because I was trying to like create a tab system that would allow these pieces to, to snap a little bit better, but it ended up working. So, so now this is the structure. This is the sketch that I used to create it. Oh, there's another one here. Let me delete that. And that's it. All right, cool. That all looks good. Really what I need to do is, is to reshape this guy here. This, that, that tool right there was this kind of a splitting tool, but not quite a split because I'm just extruding it. So I'm just using it as a line to create intersections. So now that I'm in here, I'm going to create my first kind of line here, my splitting line here. And I want this angle to be uh, parallel with this one. That way it's consistent. And then I'll apply a dimension like this and make it uh, 130 millimeters. Cool. So now what I'll do is I'll grab that line and we'll do pretty much what we did uh, for the blade, like spinning it four ways. We'll do a rectangular pattern and then we'll go this way. I want three of them and uh, we'll just use the fixed number 130, which is what we used for this first distance there. So it's 130 millimeters. The spacing is what we're using for the distance type and uh, the quantity is already at three. So I'll hit okay. So there you go. So now you can say one, two, three, four entities of the, of the profile that I can uh, extrude now. So hit okay. Before I extrude though, I need to make sure that I'm like selected in the cover side, not the covers because it'll create the body inside there. So I'm going to make it in here. So it's inside covers, cover side, and then I can start extruding this out. Um, I made them one millimeter thick. So that's a, a pretty good thickness. That's not too thick and not too thin. Uh, make sure the operations set the body. Hit OK. Create the next one. One millimeter. Make sure the operation set to new body because it automatically sets it to join because it's like right next to each other. So now I just got to do the rest of the, of the covers. One here. Again, switch it to new body. Hit OK. Hit the tip. Extrude. One millimeter. New body. All right. So that's that side. Now what I can do is, um, before I, I uh, mirror this, I've already I've already learned that it really is helpful to add drafted edge, edges here to, to these mating surfaces so that when they join together, they are kind of blocking the light and it, and it helps with alignment. Uh, so I found that to, to be very helpful. So I'm gonna do that as well here. Um, let me go ahead and hide the blade pieces 
and just reveal uh, these guys here. So it would be this surface here. I'm going to use drafted edges um, here so I can control the angles of the draft. So I want that pull direction and then this here. I actually want to do it going this way. So it's a positive value, so 45. And then I bring the second one in. You can see here I have to use this now as the pull direction. With that selected, bring up the draft. That's my pull direction. And then this, whoop, sometimes that happens. I'll select my pull direction first, and then it, it, uh, it picks the other side. All right, so then when I bring back that layer, you can see how they're kind of um, fitting together like that. So now I have to do that uh, to, uh, to this side here. So this side will be the pull direction. Oh, why did you keep doing that, Fusion? There we go. But it has to be a negative or a positive 45 like that. Okay. And then the next body, again, this is the draft. There, that's the pull direction. And then this is, oh, I did it again. I think that's the correct orientation. Yep. Okay, here we go. All right, the next is the last bit, right? Wait, is that it? <laughs> that's it, cool. All right, and now that's ready to, wait, no, it's not. There's one more piece. <laughs> I knew there was something different. All right, so this piece is the pull direction. That's why, because I have to select faces next. And it needs to go this way, 45. Just type it, 45. All right, and then the last piece is this number four, hide number three, select draft. Remember, select faces, and then select the face. And uh, this is going to be going negative 45. And that's it, I think. There we go. Sweet. Now I can do, uh, let's bring back these, these blades. Let's activate the main covers component so that we can so that we can mirror the cover side. That'll just make it way easier. So mirror uh, components is the type. Select the cover side, and then the mirror plane can be this construction line here because we're in the center of our grid. That's it. Hit OK, and then we have them both on both sides. And we can export these out. We should probably name them, you know, something like blade cover, and then just put one. And then append append that over and over again, like two, three, and then four. And I think that's it for the timeline. There might be one or two things to, to modify, but let's take a look. So I'm going to activate the whole timeline, um, bring back everything that was gone. Oh, oh look, here's a little missing sketch here. So you see this little bit here, there's a little gap. And... Um, I guess if you want that gap there, that's that's there. But in the sketch, it's easy to to update this. If I click on that, uh, there's a little extra nub here piece that I can add right there, and um, that mirrors it because it's a part of that whole extrude feature set. So that that little piece there kind of hides the blade wiring. If without that there, it's a little uh, you can kind of see a little bit of a wire. <laughs> Not sticking out, but like on the inside, because the whole blade gets lit up. And these black covers really does a nice job of masking that light. So you want to mask it all the way through the, the emitter like that. 
But hey, there you have it. That is how uh, you can. Uh, that that's how you can. That's how I split the the pieces, uh, so folks can uh, hopefully print this on on smaller printers. And um, I've already gone ahead and and checked out um, all the pieces. Like, does it fit in uh, a Prusa printer? Yes, it does. And then really, this guy here, it fits um, this little baby printer, the Inventor from Flashforge. Uh, so if we look, um, I can bring in uh, the tip right here, for example. Now you'll see here that you bring it in and it's like, hey, that's too big, that's not gonna fit. Um, but maybe a lot of folks don't know that all you really have to do is rotate this at a 45 degree angle. And then, uh, well, hey, there you go. It fits perfectly there with a little bit of room. Um, so all the pieces that are a little bit too big, you just rotate them 45 degree on your rectangular bed. It'll work out there. So that, that's one of the bigger pieces. And then of course the hilt, it's already sliced up nice there for you. So there you go. I hope you guys learned something. Uh, that's one of the ways that I like to run through um, kind of refactoring my stuff is to really think about all the all the component or all the features and things and just kind of reduce it down uh, so that you're not adding more stuff to the timeline. Let me guys know what you think. I hope you like this project. I will see you in the next one. But until then, remember to make a great day and make the force be with you. Bye, folks.